Amen. Well, folks, uh, grab a seat if you have one. And if you don't have one, find one. That would be fantastic. Uh, well, folks, what a warm welcome. It's great to have such a good number of you here this morning. If you're our guest here this morning, uh, a particular warm welcome to you. We would love to get to know you. And uh, one way that you can do that is by filling in our connection card. There's two sides to that. And you could find that on our welcome desk as you came in through the doors there this morning. We'd love to give you our Carrack Focus Vineyard coffee mug as our gift to say thank you to you for coming here. Uh, this morning is a really, really special morning. Uh, it's a celebration. Uh, it's a fond farewell uh, to our good, good friends, Phil and Hannah Shaw, who uh, have been our worship leaders and part of our core team uh, for the past five years, ever since we planted the church. You're going to hear more about that soon. Uh, but this is our, our final Sunday with them, and, and uh, you're going to hear from them as well. Um, the kids are all in together this morning. If you have a gem, and I know all our kids are gems, right? But um, the smaller, smaller ones, which ages are naught to twos, there's a little corner over there, and you can uh, avail of that. But it's just for that age group. But otherwise, uh, other little ones, do your very best to listen to the the grown-ups, and I hope you're not too bored for the rest of our time together. Um, one announcement is to say, next Sunday, after church, we're all going en masse into Carrickfergus. And that's because we're storming the castle. Yes, we are. We are going to storm the castle. There is a 10K running race being arranged. It's going to be hundreds of people running uh, next Sunday afternoon. The race starts at 2 o'clock. And it, it starts at the leisure center, finishes at the castle. But we have been invited as a church to get on board and help. And what we would like you to do, what I am inviting you to do, is be part of the cheerleading team. We're going to congregate at Leg Park, which is near McDonald's in Carrickfergus. And uh, we're going to do two things. One is we're going to stand together. And as the runners run through, you're just going to give it stacks. You're just going to go, yeah, crazy and clapping and cheering and shouting and hollering. And we want to be real, like, we really want to make a good impression and all the rest and cheer the runners on. That will be great and a lot of fun as well. And then as well as that, we're going to bring some, get some crisps and sweeties and stuff like that. And we're going to do a giveaway to some of the spectators who are around. Just simply to say, uh, just to communicate, God loves you. And we just want to share his love by doing this and by, uh, by doing, uh, just being good to people who are going to be around. There's going to be a lot of people around. And please, please, it would be great to have you kind of congregate uh, probably about 2 o'clock-ish down at Leg Park. That would be tremendous. After today, uh, we invite you to uh, have coffee and donuts and biscuits and what have you in the two canteens here, or our two cafes and parents, um, can I remind you that children, your children, our children, shouldn't be back down here in the foyer or shouldn't be hanging around kind of the entrance hall. Uh, it just makes it super helpful and uh, just in terms of caring for them that they're up in the cafes with you. That would be tremendous. I'm going to take a short break uh, before Phil and Hannah come. Uh, but as we do that, we've... Uh, uh, our our resident baker, Baker Dave, has baked us a cake. And uh, we thought that you'd like to see it. So as we chat amongst ourselves, um, we thought that you'd like to see this special cake for uh, Phil and Hannah. Here it is. 
Okay. Phil and Hannah are now going to cut the cake. You remember that really nauseating bit of a wedding? So uh, if you'd like to get your cameras and come forwards, and uh, they're going to cut the cake. Here they are. Look at that. You must see it, folks. You must see it. I wish we had a camera. Please uh, do that. Um, we'll take it to the back in a minute so you can get, have a look. Now, Baker Dave said to me last week, he said, I'm going to make two figurines. The one for Phil, what do I do about the face? You know, do I keep it clean or do I put a beard on it? And I said, get the biggest beard you can possibly get and stick it on. So you've got to see the beard of uh, Phil's beard. There it is. Oh, look at that. Great stuff. Well, we're going to wheel this down the center aisle. You get another look. Oh. There it is. We love you. We'll miss you. Oh. Super. Well, is Phil around? Has he nipped out? Where's he gone? Oh, he's out the back. He's not. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, he didn't. Phil, do you want to come up here? So, um, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. So, guys, your final time with us. Uh, I'm literally going to sit down. I'm not going to make jokes or bad ones. I'm just going to simply hand on the mic to these guys and uh, leave it to them. And then after they've spoken, I'm going to share a few words as well. Hello. Thanks for the cake, Dave. <clears throat> this might be a little bit jumbled. We kind of uh, didn't really... Th did yeah, we did think about it, but just... It a, yeah, it might come out maybe not quite the way that we planned. It's nice to see you've got a new microphone. As soon as I leave, get a new... <laughs> been asking for one for years. But, uh, right, so, yeah. Uh, I think I know most of you. Can I just quickly, before we start, we, I was wondering if we could get like a selfie with everyone. Like, if I like do this, and see if we can get everyone in. I don't, should we stand or sit? Should we stand? Let's stand. I'll see if my arm's long enough. Thank you. I, don't know, I just thought it would be nice to have a memory of, uh, of everyone. 
So, yeah, it's kind of, it feels strange, a bit like a, it kind of feels like a wedding speech or something, like we've got a cake and there's so many things that we want to say. Um, first of all, like it's, it's been such a privilege to, um, to, to have been here with you guys for the last five years. Could try not to, <clears throat> haven't got any water, be all right. So yeah, it has been an absolute privilege. It's five years as, oh, thank you. It's, it's absolutely flown by. Um, but when we think about when we first moved over, so much has happened in that time. And just, you know, even just trying to think of memories and reflecting on year after year what, what's happened and the, you know, friends that we've made along the way. Um, it's, 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 it's been amazing. And it's great to see so many kind of friends from right at the start who maybe we don't see as much now. Um, to you know, guys that we've met this just this year, and have just been so welcoming and kind, and and to us, you know, you guys have been our family. You know, we we, we haven't got other family here, so you guys have really been our family, and um, so thank you so much. Got some other stuff to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll talk a little bit about what we're going over to do, but but first of all, you said you want me to go first. Um, <clears throat> yeah, maybe you should say something. I'm gonna. I like inevitably. I'm gonna cry. So I don't know how long I'm gonna last talking. But <laughs> oh gosh, oh, I'm gonna have to compose myself. Um, we never expected when we first moved. When we met Paul and Chantal and. Paul got phoned Phil and said, look, we're doing this church plant. Do you guys want to come? And I had like this sinking feeling in my heart because I knew that it was God. And it was like, oh, no, that means we're actually going. And it sort of didn't make sense at the time because we were leaving our family. We were leaving our where we had grown up as children. We were leaving our friends there. Um, but, you know, with God, sometimes it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so uh, we moved over and um, we never thought in those five years that... Um, you know, that everything that's happened would happen and that we'd make such good friends here and that it would be home for us. I thought we were moving to a place and it, it has been home for us here and that's not just because it's a town, it's because of everybody here that's made us feel like we are family and that we're friends. And so we want to say thank you so much to the congregation because it's really impacted us. It's really um, opened my eyes to what church community is, everyone getting alongside each other and welcoming each other in. And, um, yeah, I think we, we wanted to say like a bit about what we felt like we've learned while we've been here. Um, and it's just amazing the way that God does have a plan. Um, so after living here for two years, I went back home at Christmas to my parents' house. And um, I was looking through old notes that I'd written. And I found a note when I was 16 where I'd written, I really want to be a part of a church plant. And it was so weird because I totally forgot I'd written that. Do you say written or wrote? written okay I totally forgot I'd written that note and I read that like two years after moving here and I was just amazed at the way that God is faithful to his word and um, faithful to the things he puts on your heart um, but yeah I'm going to pass over to Phil because it's coming out all jumbled yeah I think that's I think the biggest thing we've learned from being here is just that God is so faithful and he you know we moved over here without jobs um, without a house and 
with Jeff, let us kind of stay in his house, even though we didn't have jobs, which is great. So yeah, we, we moved over here, you know, and God had a plan. He, you know, I remember we prayed, Paul and Chantelle and I, you know, that at one point for a job and very quickly I got a job uh, and, then, and then again we prayed for another job and it was like two days later I was offered a, another job which, and, and every, every sort of stage of the church along the way, um, you know, when the job I've been doing has kind of started to clash with the time that we need to be around for the church, God's provided a new job, a new, a new sort of next chapter for us and, and it's just... It's, yeah, we've just really learned, you know, to trust in him and that he is faithful and that he has a plan for us. Um, so that's been, probably been the biggest, biggest thing that we've, we've learned. Um, other things we've learned, we've learned a lot from these guys, loads from these guys. Um, you know, more than probably they even realize and more than we probably realize. Um, just seeing them you know, lead this church and, and, and pushing us and stretching us and challenging us and encouraging us just constantly. Um, you know, we wouldn't be who we are today, um, you know, if, he, if they hadn't have trusted us and, and equipped us to, to come and, and, and to be part of this, this, the plant, you know. And, um, you know, when we moved over, I think we were 22, 23, and kind of, we'd led worship, but probably not as much as we ended up doing here and it's just really stretched us and uh yeah so we're so thankful for that and, and these guys are amazing i know paul is a, a bit of a bully to me but that's kind of like a a joke like it's not being serious like it's but so i, I don't actually ever get offended i'm used to it um and he yeah so you know they're great leaders you know amazing so we got it to be uh going but we'll obviously we're taking everything we've learned with us and you know so thank you so much for that um i don't know maybe, maybe some sort of memories sort of things that we've we've enjoyed or that we yeah really stand out over the last five years for us that have really impacted us do you want to say anything yeah there's lots of like really really good memories there's loads we're going to be taking with us but something i particularly wanted to say was hanging out with these guys on a Sunday night at youth. That's been so much fun. And I just wanted to say to them in particular, it's been amazing. You know, the first Sunday we met together was in Paul and Chantel's house. And Hannah and Nathan were there. So it was five years ago now. And, you know, in the early stages, there was just a few of us. But it's been amazing to see the way that these guys have grown and what God's doing in them. And if anybody... Um, if anyone wants to know, you guys should get down on a Sunday night. I tell you, that is where it's at. Like, I've had so much fun with them. But even going to Summer Madness and seeing God doing incredible things in their lives and seeing the way that they've grown, um, that's been such a highlight for me, getting involved with these young people. And, um, you know, there's lots of highlights, but I think that's one particular I really wanted to share, just to encourage them as well, just to keep going for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Summer Madness was great. So if you want to go to Summer Madness and hang out with these guys do it um it's, it's amazing um yeah just i mean low it's been so much you know just every stage along the way there's been so many memories but i've loved i've loved the christmas stuff love christmas time love the christmas services um you know i, I always look forward to doing them and i remember one one year where you guys had us for christmas because we couldn't make it home and you know christmas has always been quite a special time so especially in northern ireland when it it's cold and snowy and but i actually love the weather like I, 
Yeah, no, I love the weather. So I'm really, we were over in London this last week and it's just boiling. Like I can't, I can't get used to it. So I love it here. So I wish we could take the, the weather with us. Um, yeah, do it. <laughs> um, and we've loved Deeper and Deeper has been our sort of monthly worship evenings and that's just been a great space for us to sort of encounter God and push deeper into his presence together and, and I, just, I just love those evenings where we, where we just do that and gather and, and I just you know, really want to encourage you guys as a, as a church just to keep, to keep pushing into his presence and not just at you know, evenings but mornings here on a Sunday, you know, just keep pursuing him, keep pressing into his presence, keep pushing deeper and, and you know, seeking to encounter him. And through worship, and, and I just think that you know something changes when we worship together, and when we all come together and, and lift His name up, and you know, we become more like Him. And I just I love that we that we get it here, you know. And just want to really encourage you to keep keep doing it, um, and looking forward to sort of hearing the stories. It's going to be really strange for us sort of watching the church continue to grow, and and. Uh, from sort of, you know, you obviously social media, Facebook, yeah, all, all our friends, you kind of get to see life through a window of what's going on. Um, so it's going to be really, really strange for us to see that happen and a bit sad, but hopefully we'll definitely come and have to visit. I'm sure when, yeah, when there's a building, we'll come and visit and we'll come in and there'll be all new people and they'll say, oh, hi, who are you guys? This is your first time. <laughs> we'll just have to, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't... We, uh, be good to, I don't know, I mean, be good to maybe tell you a little bit about what we're, we're doing. Yeah, is that all right? Um, do you want to say? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so Phil uh, is being employed by a church in North East London. It's called All Saints. It's in Woodford. Um, it's quite near Stratford, if anyone knows where Stratford is. <laughs> um, where the Olympics were in Stratford, yeah, near there. So um, we're moving there, and um, Phil's being employed by a church there. Um, three days a week he'll be doing worship stuff, and two days a week he'll be um, leading their discipleship year. So they've got six interns, and Phil will sort of have responsibility to coordinate the course that they're on. Um, I'm going to be hopefully getting a job as a mental health nurse. I've been applying. Uh, so I just graduated there in... Um, in July. So, um, yeah, so hopefully I'll be getting a job doing mental health nursing. So that'll be what we're doing, really. What else do you want to say? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's so, we'd love to say, there's so many people to say thank you to it. And I'll probably start crying if I named certain people, but, you know. Got some very good friends here. We're going to really miss you all. So it'd be great if you could pray for us, you know, a few things. Obviously, Hannah. To get a job would be great because uh, it's quite expensive to live in London. Uh, yeah, and we're kind of in the middle of we're looking for flats. We, we found somewhere we that might work, um, so we're just sort of in the process of of, of that. Um, so just yeah, pray for that as well would be great, and just that we settle and you know establish good friendships, relationships, and and just a bit of confident as well because I'm pretty nervous about it. <laughs> uh, it's quite a feels like quite a big step and. You know, we went to one service already, and it was quite overwhelming just how many people there were. Um, so, so yeah, just just confidence and sort of would be great. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's probably everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I think just, I know that's been a lot of like mumbling and a lot going on, but we just really want everyone to hear that. We just want to say that we really love you and we've loved to being a part of this church. And it's not easy going, but we know it's the right thing for us. And we'll be praying for the church as we go. And um, yeah, we've just loved every second. So thank you for making here a home for us. And it's not, you know, it's not goodbye and we're never going to come back and we're never going to see you all again, you know. It's sort of like just see you in a while. (laughs) Well done. Stay there, stay there. Thanks. Guys, well done. Excellent job. We are going to pray for you guys in a few minutes. So, um, so thanks a lot. Sorry. And um, yeah, grab a seat. <laughs> um, okay. And so, Phil and Hannah came on a journey and uh, they came over here and they took a really big risk. But you know what? We took a big risk too because we'd never actually heard them lead worship. <laughs> it's totally true, actually. We'd had a, a really good reference from our good friend Emily, uh, said that they could both lead worship. And the story's true. We rang them about, I'm guessing, a few months, maybe a year even before we planted the church. It was totally top secret. I was like, Phil, would you come? Come be part of an adventure. And uh, I said, come and invest, uh, give us a year, give us a minimum of a year. And uh, they stayed five, which is wonderful. Uh, if you have a Bible, we're Matthew 25, we're verse 14. If you don't, hopefully the words will come there. I'm going to super paraphrase this, especially for children. Let's try and do the children's version here. So there's a guy who's going on a journey and he's got loads of cash. He's got loads of gold coins and as he's going on his journey, he, gives, he calls three servants together. One servant, he gives five bags of gold coins to them. And each, each bag was called a talent. And it's where we get the English word talent in terms of what you're good at. So if you're talented at art, that's your talent. If you're talented, you're a really good footballer, you're a really talented footballer, um, and what have you. And so the man gives one servant five bag, bags of gold He gives another servant two, and he gives another servant just one bag of gold. And he simply says, use that money to multiply. Use that money and go and make more money. It's a bit like a stockbroker, grown-ups. Stockbrokers, people in London, all this, they deal with massive amounts of money, and their goal is to make more money with what they've got. And this story is about uh, a man or God giving us talent that we would use it and multiply it. And in the story, the first servant, he takes the five bags of gold and he multiplies it to make five more. So they got 10 bags of gold, which is really, really good. The second guy, he takes his two and he makes two. And the third guy, who has only given one bag of gold, he was really scared and fearful and didn't want to do anything with the talent that the man had given him and so he buried it into the ground. That's the story. It's a well, well known story. But the thing is, when the master, when he came back from his journey and he saw the man who'd made five bags of gold, he says these words, well done, good and faithful servant. 
you have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Phil and Hannah are both talented. They have been given and entrusted much. That's true. They've been given a lot. They're blessed in many, many ways. I'd nearly say they're quite good looking as well, which is really annoying. They've been given much, and much has been entrusted to them, and they have demonstrated the talent which God has given them. They have acted faithfully over the last few years. They've done that in our church by leading our worship. And I remember those first four Sundays uh, at Zoo Park Cafe, Thursdays, where uh, Phil and Hannah, they would load up their VW Passat, which is now a Mahoods taxi, by the way. You see a grey Mahoods taxi, A-N-0-8, something, you see the Mahoods on the top, that's their old car. And they used to load it up with some of the sound gear which was given to us by Belfast City Vineyard, because we didn't have much in those days. And they drove faithfully and they set it up and they, they, they led the worship. There was one of them. There was two of them together. And over the time, look what they've done. Look how they've invested. And they've invested what God has given them and look how they've multiplied. They've taken their gold and they've multiplied it into more. They've helped with our young people, which Hannah's already uh, spoken of. They've led a small group for people in their 20s They helped with our outreach, doing giveaways and doing hampers. Um, They helped uh, do our design work. Phil taught himself how to do design on computers and has done that for the past number of months for us. And even Phil played the role of Santa Claus at uh, one of our Santa things once. It was so funny. Uh, He's hardly the figure for Santa, neither have I. And so there were multiple pillows or cushions stuck up. And uh, as he's walking through with the bag to give out the gifts, our kids here and a number of other kids were going, oh, it's Phil, it's Phil. They all knew it was Phil. And he, <laughs> it's so funny. In this stupid accent, this stupid deep accent, like, shut up, shut up. Oh, oh, it's not, it's not. Oh, if you don't stop it, you don't stop it. The real Santa Claus won't come to you. It was so, so funny. So uh, that was that. So I guess what we're trying to say there is they're willing to do what it takes. All for the king. All for the kingdom. But you know, the other thing is, that a couple of things. They've been a part of our core team. Our core team that lead the church since day one, since they came over. And uh, as well as all that, I was thinking about this this morning. They're just good people, aren't they? They're just good fun. They're good to be around. And uh, wherever they are, there's usually fun. And it's usually centered around Phil going home early to get a shower or stupid beer that he's interested in or growing a beard. What was all that about? Like, my goodness me. It's back again. Look at that. The last time I saw you, it was just a bit of stubble. But there you go. They're just good folks. But here's the thing. All of what I've just said didn't just happen. It was deliberate and it was intentional. They chose to come. They chose to leave the land flowing with milk and honey. And they came to a country 
and a culture not their own. And they came at a young age to live an adventure. And what they said is so true. They didn't have a place to live. They didn't have jobs. They just simply obeyed the voice of the Lord through an invitation through us to come. And they came. It could have been so easy to stay in Watford, Chorleywood, uh, in the safety and the shores of a really good solid church where they would have led worship from time to time. They would have been around their families and around friends, but they would have got bored and they would not have been stretched the way that they have by being here. Likewise, staying here would have been easy because they made such good friends. They made family. They made everything, again, that they've said. And what they say is true. Leaving is not easy for them. It, it isn't. It's painful for them to, to uproot and go. The other thing is that Phil, uh, sorry, Hannah does need a job and it's definitely something we need to be prayerful of. And finding a home also is important. I hope you don't mind me telling you, but to rent a place where they're looking to live, rent on a two-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom flat is going to cost them £1,200. Isn't that unbelievable? Now, I don't know about you, but they're leaving their house that they own to rent a place half the size and pay twice the amount. You've got to be obedient to the Lord, really, to go do that. And that's what they're doing. They're going to do it again, which is wonderful. Remember this. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. And too often in life, we let fear, like in the story, like the man with the one bag of gold, we let fear stop us and prevent us from living the dream by going and living the adventure and daring to actually answer the voice of the Lord when he calls us to go do something. And we give excuses uh, here, there and everywhere and we allow that fear to creep in that stops us from just doing it. And we commend these folks to you for not allowing those things to get in the way. That they obeyed the voice of the Lord and that these five years are a wonderful chapter in their lives that they will look back with great fondness. But also, these five years will really benefit them and propel them for their future. Because like the Bible tells us, those who've been entrusted with little will be entrusted with more. And they're going on to other things. They're going on uh, to do things which are going to stretch them further. It's no wonder that Phil is nervous and so he should be. That's not to... He's, he's every ability, but it will stretch him. And he's been entrusted with more that's been given to him. A couple of things that they did for us. The worship. They released us into his presence. They have led us into the presence of Jesus. And again, they demonstrated that to us this morning. It is the place where we come alive. It is the place where we meet him. It is the place that we are changed and transformed. And it's why when we planted this church in Carrickfergus, we needed good people with good character, but with a love for God and great competency to actually go do that. And they have led us into his place of worship and in praise. The skill of a great worship leader 
is to take the attention off of themselves and place it onto him. And despite attempts of growing beards, of growing attention to oneself, they didn't do it when they were up here. They pointed themselves towards him and they led us into his place, into that place of well. Second thing that they did is they released others into their destiny. And as they led, as they developed the worship here in the church, others have risen up as well. With the help and support of their dear friend Berger, the team around them have, uh, have grown and we must commend especially the likes of Nathan and Aaron and Vicky. Three, as well as other musicians as well, which I haven't included there, but, um, apologies, it's nothing personal. But I just kind of felt with those three, they're the ones that these guys have really invested their time and their energy and uh, are going to continue to lead us uh, with the likes of Sarah Ann and, and others in our worship within the future. They did to them what was done to them. So they grew up in a really brilliant church in Watford called Soul Survivor. And they had folks believe in them as teenagers and push them and encourage them and put them up front and help them and talk to them afterwards about what they did well and what they should do differently next time. That was done to them and they've done it to others and they've risen and they're going to continue to rise up. And it's part and parcel of this amazing thing called the church. It's what we're called to as we gather together that we would spend our lives, we'd invest our lives in other people. They reproduce themselves, they multiplied and their talent created and released more talent. Well done, good and faithful servants. You've been faithful with a few things and you'll be put in charge of many things. Today is both happy and sad. Uh, it's sad to say goodbye and it's okay to acknowledge that as an emotion and as a feeling but it's a representation of how well we love them and how well they love us. But we recognize that it's necessary for them to go. Releasing and giving them away is a vineyard value. It's not just a vineyard value, it's a kingdom principle, it's a kingdom value. In order to grow, you must go. And in order for these guys to go to whatever they're gonna do in the rest of their lives, they need to go in order to grow. Don't get me wrong, they would have continued to grow in here. But they need to go in order to grow. And we need to release them. We need to uh, release them. And they will be a blessing to all saints in Woodford and in London. They will lead others there into the presence of Jesus. They will lead other people in the way that they've led us here as well. And we give them and we release them and we honor them and we bless them. Why? It's the kingdom. It's the same deal as, as the whole thing with what we do with all of our lives. Well, often when I talk about finance, I talk about releasing financial giving. Freely we've received, freely we give. And as we give, God just gives us more. It's the same deal. It's the same kingdom thing. And so as we say goodbye, as we release and as we bless them as they go, be prepared to see what the Lord will do here with us. Be prepared to see how others will rise up. 
be prepared to see in the ways in which the Father will honour us as a people as we release and we give, as we give, as we give of our best. See how much God will give us in return. Well done, good and faithful servants. We love you, we bless you, we will miss you, but we send you with our richest blessing and anything that's good about us, we give to you and we thank you for what you've done. We're going to pray for you and then we're just going to see. So, would you come back? Come and join us. Uh, I, I know loads of us are going to want to do this. And if there's loads of us, that's okay. Give them a bit of space. But if you'd like to come out, if you'd like to join me and Chance and some others in praying for them, why don't you come now? Come quickly. We're going to gather around them. Give chance for one or two people to pray. Maybe uh, have words for them. Um, and the rest of us, if we're staying seated, that's cool. But be praying and be listening. Be open to the Father as to what he might have uh, to say for them. I've got the microphone. If anyone wants to pray out loud or speak something, I'm going to trust you with it. Just stick your hand up. So just come, Holy Spirit. Just come. Come, Holy Spirit. I pray that you would release fresh anointing over Phil and Hannah now. We entrust them with more. And Lord, I just pray that you would release new songs in their hearts. As they go back to England, God, I just pray that you would release new songs in their hearts for that place. For the community they're going to be a part of, but for that nation, God, would you release songs and dreams in Phil and Hannah for that nation? Lord, would you do a new thing through their ministry, God, as they lead others into your presence? And Lord, we ask for abundantly more. More, Lord. and Hannah, I see that there's an area ahead that um, you're going to break through into something that you've had glimpses of in the past, but you've never quite broken through. I see that you're really going to break through there. And although Phil has the, the kind of official job, you'll always be working side by side. Uh, Hannah, you're not just an also ran, but you're in a supporting role alongside him and never feel um, that you're anything less than that. I see you both breaking through, and I saw Phil with a pair of large wire cutters breaking through barbed wire around a fenced-off area um, where there was a green field ahead. And at times, Phil cut through the wire, the barbed wire, and Hannah, you folded it back and were able to make a space for other people to come through. 
And at times, as you went ahead, that role reversed. Sometimes Hannah took the wire cutters and Phil bent back the wire. So you will be breaking through for yourselves and clearing a space for other people ahead. Amen. I see you guys both feeling rather raw at the moment, but I, I see the Lord coming in and just pouring in his oil into those areas of woundedness. Not woundedness so much as just rawness um, and, and pain. And the Lord's word to you is that his anointing breaks the yoke. His anointing is what takes you through. His anointing is on you. His anointing is on you powerfully. And you'll receive it more and more and more. As you do that, you will find healing for yourselves as well. Because his grace will just impact you and also impact the lives of those around you. So trust him. Trust him and just receive his anointing. Amen. Father, I thank you for following Hannah. It's just taken one Sunday. They've, um, I want to be a professional rugby player, but I know it's highly unlikely, but there's still a gap for me to take it. And if I don't get that, if I don't get to play rugby, then um, I may want to lead worship for another church. It's taken one Sunday just to do that. In your name I pray. Amen. Father, I just want to thank you for how you blessed us five years ago when you brought Phil and Hannah through our doors, Lord. And Father, we just give them back to you. And we say the best that you've given us, we give away again. And to go and bless others and build his kingdom. Thank you for them, Lord. Thank you for them. Well done, good and faithful servants. We bless you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. May you receive every good and perfect gift that comes from him. And may you go now in the peace and the love and the provision of God. Amen. 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 Folks, as we've been uh, sharing this morning, I, I really, really hope and sense that uh, God stirred something in you guys and there's something uh, about their lives that releases something in you. It's that ability to dare to believe that the dreams that God has given you can actually come to fruition. That's a Christian word, isn't it? Fruition. But it's like their lives have done that and it's a, uh, a representation of what God can do when we trust in him and place our lives in him. And it's not just that God's called you to go and work for a church. 
that's not the pinnacle of life, right? It's if God's called you to, to whatever it is, to wherever it is, but it's about being obedient to, to, to that stuff. So if that makes any sense for you guys, then just receive that and just say, yes, God, yes, God. That'll be tremendous. Next week is our last Sunday. There will, the children will go out during the talky bits. And thereafter in September, we're back. Well, the children, you've got your rooms all to yourselves again without being with us. Thank you for being really good little ones and listening there. But we are done. Uh, the cafe is open. The cake will be served. Go and get a selfie with these guys. And we'll see you next week.